0: Sibelle Erduran, your fellow at St Cross College, Oxford, and professor of science education in the Department of Education, University of Oxford. That's so, right. Cybele, what's your back backstory?
1: Right. So I've been at Oxford for about two and a half years now. Um, prior to that, I was the uh, director of a national STEM education centre in uh, Ireland at University of Limerick. Um, and prior to that, I was at University of Bristol for almost 10 years. That's the longest of my uh, affiliation, actually. And, uh, and I've also worked at King's College London. I started my career at King's College London. Um, so I've, I've, my education itself was uh, completed in the United States. So you would have noticed uh, quite a mix of accents, actually. I originate from Cyprus, from the Turkish part of Cyprus, um, and I've done all my higher education in the United States, and then moved to the, to the UK uh, with kings initially, and moving on to different places. So um, my undergraduate education was in uh, biochemistry and chemistry, <clears throat> and I've done a master's in uh, uh, chemistry and food science. And my Ph.D. was in science education, uh, which is essentially researching how to improve science teaching and learning, and I also had, um, in the United States, they have uh, this concept of major field and minor minor field, so my minor field was philosophy of science, so um, I'm interested in um, issues of uh, knowledge and knowledge construction in science and in science education, so how we can ensure that uh, students and teachers engage in authentic scientific practices in terms of
0: constructing knowledge. Okay, very good. So, um, So your minor in philosophy of science took you to science education?
1: Uh, It actually happened concurrently with... uh, So I'd like to say I was also a teacher. I've taught uh, secondary chemistry and, you know, um, middle school science. So in between my undergraduate and uh, master's degrees in science, I was a teacher. And I grew up in a family of educators, so education was always very important in my everyday life. And uh, so, and I was always philosophically minded as well, so um, I managed to combine these interests together, yeah. the science, education and uh, philosophy.
0: Fantastic and very important. Yes. So now tell me about your position here at the University of Oxford.
1: Right, so I am in the Department of Education and I, in the department one of my key roles is I am the Deputy Director of Research. Um, I'm currently involved in the preparations for uh, REF, Research Excellence Framework. Um, I teach on different programs like the postgraduate certificate education, which is an initial teacher education program. I also teach on masters, uh, masters level courses, and I supervise doctoral students. Um, I have two funded projects at the moment uh, both uh, for three years one is supported by the welcome trust and the other is supported by the templeton world charity foundation and they're both they both involve working with schools to look at teaching and learning strategies to improve science um, education
0: okay fantastic Uh, and how does some cross college figure in your life
1: Yes, and Cross is, is it, to me, it's, it's a very exciting environment because it's it's the environment where I get out of my shell in terms yeah. of my own disciplinary yeah. uh, background and manage to interact with people from different uh, disciplinary orientations. And I've always found that really refreshing because I, I, I learned as much from the Tts I have in the college as I learned from my own colleagues. And, and it's always good to have cross-disciplinary conversations with staff as well as students. Um, I like the the social environment and how the social environment the college actually facilitates um, uh, our, our own understanding of our own uh, work as well as understanding other people's
0: work yeah, by, by talking about it you reflect on it and absolutely yeah, yeah. And, and you have to communicate it and that's right so yeah.
1: I have to communicate in a way that people can, understand i mean like in all disciplines we have in education there's quite a lot of jargon as well and if um you know you you, you have to be mindful about how you present what you're doing um, in a way that's comprehensible to other people
0: mm, absolutely yeah. um now can you tell me something about your research you've mentioned mm-hmm. the uh, uh welcome trust and templeton foundation yes. projects um um I, are they projects that have led from, from, from earlier work or are they new departures or...?
1: Yes, they're, they're actually consistent with my earlier work. So my research program is really about um, ensuring that science, secondary science students understand what science is about. Because often we bombard students with a lot of factual information in schools and uh, the, we, we know that after schooling, a lot of that information gets lost because it was memorized and it was learned in bits and pieces and not in a meaningful way. So part of my uh, interest is how to make science learning meaningful and also how to make it authentic. Uh, so obviously uh, science in schools is not the same thing as science in the life of a scientist but we can strive to make, it, uh, make science a bit more authentic in terms of the students' experiences. So, one place where I try to do that is through evidence-based reasoning. So, in, in a lot of science lessons, students are bombarded with lots of claims. So, claims such as day and night are caused by a spinning earth or um, you know, matter is made of tiny indivisible particles, and the students don't have a way of usually understanding what evidence scientists have had to, to lead to these claims. So they learn the claims without understanding the evidence and the data that support those claims, which to me is, is fairly unscientific in nature. So we tend to teach science in a fairly unscientific manner where we expect students to believe in claims without having the evidentiary basis for those claims. So my research in the last 20 years actually has has been looking at how to structure science lessons to open up the discussion space for students to have a chance to engage with evidence in making claims in science. And this area of research is typically referred to as argumentation, so argument making, the process of arguing. Uh, So I've done a lot of work in this area, and this Templeton project is related to this area of work. Uh, We're we're investigating argumentation in the context of science and religious arguments. Uh, We're working with local teachers um, from about... Uh, about 30 teachers uh, science and religious education teachers uh, working on how to uh, teach argumentation in their uh, lessons. So that project is an extension of argumentation work that I've done for quite a number of years. The Wellcome Trust project is about practical science and assessment of practical science Um, and in a sense it's 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 in the same uh, sort of landscape as my work on argumentation in the sense that you know what you what kids get assessed about ends up what they get taught so teachers typically teach to the test and it's very difficult to change instructional practices of teachers if what they're teaching is not going to be tested so essentially we're starting from assessment, what gets tested, revising assessments in a way that would lead to teachers teaching differently. And teachers teaching, um, again, science in more meaningful and authentic ways. And in this case, in the context of practical work in science. So how can we teach practical aspects of doing science that is authentic to what scientists do and where students don't just follow recipes but they actually understand what they're doing as they're doing uh, practical investigations.
0: Okay, fantastic. Mm -hmm. You've used the word authentic uh, a a number of times. Um, Could I just probe you a little bit about, about... uh, what you see as being authenticity—it's evidence-based reasoning. It's the practical aspects of science. Yes. Um, how does all that come together in a sort of authenticity of science yes. itself? In your view?
1: So the ultimate—the ultimate, the ultimate um, uh, purpose of doing science is—is is to generate knowledge, isn't it? We want to understand uh, what the natural natural world is about, what the universe is about. So um, scientists engage in certain knowledge production processes right so they, they and in these we call them epistemic process, uh, practices epistemic is in knowledge production practices so for example they do modeling of data they do they carry out experiments and they generate data uh, they evaluate the data so just because you've done an investigation doesn't mean that you have the answers there's an element of construction constructing explanations and theories and models to explain observations now that to me is, is those engagements of um, epistemic, proce- in epistemic processes is an authentic aspect of doing science and it, it's, it's purposeful in producing knowledge about you know, material world, physical world uh, biological world and so on um, what we don't end up doing much in school science is that sort of approach to engaging students in knowledge construction. Mm. So the, the students tend to be knowledge consumers. We tell them what they need to believe in and what they should know about. We don't engage them as much in knowledge production and construction processes. So as a result they're in the dark really a lot of the times they don't know how scientists reach the knowledge that they reach and why so to me authenticity is about the alignment of uh, science teaching and learning with the epistemic practices of science so in, in in terms of how scientists themselves produce knowledge What's the source of their knowledge? How do they validate their knowledge? What are the norms? What norms do they have Mm. in validating that knowledge? I mean, scientists have peer review, for instance. They debate and discuss. They present their work at conferences. There's a a whole element of the social dimension as well of engagement of scientists. And we, we we tend to sort of throw those aspects of science in science lessons and tend to concentrate mainly on the outcomes of knowledge rather than the processes of mm. knowledge construction. So I'm, I'm really interested in make, giving a meaningful and uh, uh, truthful, in a sense dare mm. I say, <laughs> account of science to students uh, and their experiences in school science
0: fantastic it sounds like you're bringing science and technology studies the culture of science and so on um, to right. the curriculum is that something that you you're you're involved in or trying to do to to bring this this authenticity of science into the school curriculum
1: yes so uh, I mean obviously we we, we tr- you know we we're, we're researchers we're uh, we're academic researchers we have projects funded projects we, we do i mean i also am engaged in theoretical investigations on nature of science and from philosophical perspectives mm-hmm. and implications for science education um and we can we we, we can produce sufficient amount of research to impact policy uh, uh, curriculum policy but uh, the it's it's quite a difficult uh, undertaking that one because the curriculum policy tends to be fairly politicized mm. in terms of different governments and you know working groups contributing to the curriculum design uh, for a national audience of students so we make recommendations in our work for what how curriculum can be structured and what content the curriculum can be that would be evidence-based from our research Um, and sometimes that's taken up and sometimes it's not and so the curriculum is 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 a fairly complex process in Mm. terms of national implementation yeah
0: Yeah. okay what 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 are the what are the most important things in your view uh, in the research that you do
1: yes uh so my research more often than not including these two projects that i mentioned just now include engagement with teachers so i've done a lot of theoretical papers where i make arguments i've written books in fact where we make arguments for how science education should be or how how science curriculum could be um based on literature reviews and uh arguments based on research. Um, but unless you actually engage with practitioners, um, what you do ends up being fairly limited in terms of impact. So my projects, even though they're research oriented projects, we're actually investigating classroom based um, activities, we're videotaping, audio taping and analyzing uh, lessons and so on. So Uh, We have empirical data to investigate teaching and learning processes. But one thing that I really enjoy is uh, working with teachers um, in in the scope of professional development. So I'm always guided by this interest of transforming um, what we're learning from our research for inclusion in professional development of teachers. Because unless we do that, no amount of talk is actually going to have an impact on practice Mm -hmm. of teachers. And I've seen that by engaging with teachers on professional development workshops, it takes time. I mean, if if you want teachers to change what they've been doing and and move to a different direction, it does take time and sustained effort to change how they teach. But it is possible. I've seen this from our work, you know, uh empirically showing the impact of interventions on their teaching. Uh, so that aspect I enjoy a lot, That to, to be able to, to see in practice the implementation and the impact of our grand ideas about how science education should be or could be.
0: Okay, yeah. fantastic. Uh, do you have these two projects going forward um, do you have do you have other plans going forward that you're happy to share
1: um well i've I've actually recently completed two books one uh, well, actually three three books, two edited books and one authored book this year so it's been a fairly busy year for me okay. um, so the uh, the the authored book builds on a previous book that was fairly theoretical in nature, it included more empirical work on how to infuse um, uh, ideas about nature of science in science teacher education. So we're essentially extending that work um, on science teacher education to to do more projects along the same line of research. Uh, um so I'm I'm involved in a European Union bid at the moment and it's kind of past the first phase and we're aiming to mm. have a fuller proposal to explore these issues with colleagues across Europe.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sibel Erdiran, thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much. It's